Welcome back to the GP Productions podcast. Okay, welcome back to the show. And as you can see, a familiar face. She's in the intro Hi. video. Hello, everybody. I'm back for the wrestling world drama. <laughs> yeah, more drama. It's Kelly from True Crime IRL. How are you doing today? I'm great. How are you? Good, good. Maurice. You've been pretty... <laughs> Morris. <laughs> Morris, yeah. Okay. <laughs> You've been pretty busy, I see, doing live Very... shows. What's oh, going on? Yeah. Really super busy. I have a live show coming up in Champaign, Illinois on December 11th with Captain from True Crime Garage. I have th uh, three shows in the Denver area coming up in February. So lots of live shows, lots of stuff going on, lots of collaborations, and I'm super excited about it. <laughs> yeah, I was looking up the, the Captain guy because I don't know that much about him, but he seems yep. to be like a really famous podcaster. Yeah, yeah, he is. He's a really big deal. He's like one of the most popular true crime podcasts in the U the US and the UK, I think, too. So, um, yeah, I'm super excited about that. It's going to be lots of fun. <laughs> yeah, that's one thing I've never done a live show, but maybe, oh. maybe someday. Oh, we'll I think know. you'd be great at it with your background in like music and DJing and stuff like that. It's a natural progression. You should do it. <laughs> maybe when we get to Dallas, we'll see. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay, today, more wrestling drama. Uh, I mean, we're here to talk about Owen Hart today. Yeah, Owen Hart, yep. What's your thoughts on this one uh, from the outside looking in? So I know that there's a little bit of maybe controversy, maybe a little bit of conspiracy even, that maybe it wasn't an accident, maybe it happened on purpose, maybe it was a murder. It's my opinion that this was just totally an accident, um, really a stupid incident that could have been prevented but still an accident nonetheless so that's my opinion on it um yeah he he was doing the stunt um for a couple of weeks i think maybe maybe a month or so yeah on on wwe television and obviously nothing went wrong at the time but then they seem to have changed the yes. the release on the yes. harness and that's believed to cause the problem because it was a quick yes. release system Exactly. They used like a nautical clip at the kind of the last minute. They decided to change things up from what they had practiced, which was safe. Um, they what they changed it to was like a nautical clip that not even the stunt people would test. They all said, this is crazy. Don't do this. And they did it. And we know what happened after that. Yeah. The idea was believed to come from a guy called Vince Russo. He used to work in a different wrestling organization and then he came over there and a lot of people kind of put blame towards him on this. But uh, 
he's just a storyline writer, really. Yes. I've had Vince on the show. He's a, he's actually a nice fella. He gets a lot of hate. A lot of people from I know the wrestling world do not yeah. like him. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, he was a WWE show writer. The show was written. Everything was done. But it seems like he kind of wanted to bring back Owen Hart's um, alter ego, the Blue Blazer. Just bring that back for, you know, just kind of a fun change. So they were going to do that. And they thought it would be a fun idea to repel from the ceiling on entry. So that's, they kind of changed the script a little bit to incorporate that. And that's what they did. And yeah, Vince gets a lot of hate, a lot of blame, but obviously he never in his wildest dreams would have thought that this stunt would have ended this way. Yeah. You can see there from the, the picture like that there, that's from different episodes of Monday Night Raw, I believe, that when the stunt went successfully and there didn't seem to be a problem with it until the day. The day was the 23rd of May, 1999, over the edge pay-per-view. Yeah. Owen was supposed to face the Godfather, a good friend of his, in a match. And obviously they were doing a video package at the time. And during the video package, luckily this wasn't broadcast live at the time. The event was live, but they were doing a backstage segment at the time. Yeah. So the people sitting at home didn't see what happened, but they knew something was wrong. And I remember watching this because I was only, what age was I? 11 watching this. And You watched this? You had this yeah. on pay-per-view at the time? Oh my yeah. gosh. Wow. So you come from a family that enjoyed wrestling as well? Well, no, they just allowed me to watch it. Oh, they okay. didn't really enjoy it. <laughs> gotcha. But you've yeah. liked it forever, basically. Yeah. And so when it happened, like there was a lot of, um, you know, because I was so young at the time, I didn't really believe what was going on. I thought this was part of the storyline. Yeah. And a lot of people did because um, Owen was known for being a prankster or a ribber, as they call it in the wrestling world. Um, and he just, everyone kind of was like wondering if this was a joke or some like part of the stunt, like, um, you know, everyone kind of was like thinking another wrestling person would be coming in and, you know, you know, being part of it and they'd all learn it was a joke, but unfortunately it wasn't. Yeah. You have to really think about the people that were there. Like that was a full house in Kansas that night. I think 16,000 people, like a lot of people there would have seen this happening. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the luckily, like you said, it wasn't on camera and it sounds like the lights were out over the ring at the time. So nobody like saw the actual gory event or whatever, you know, they didn't have to see that. So, but they saw the aftermath, um, the medical staff coming, doing chest compressions and trying to save Owen's life. So I'm sure that was very traumatizing for the audience. And, his um wrestling peers a few people there obviously seen it happen and one of them was the ring announcer jim ross who said uh, something has gone horribly wrong here and another yeah. guy that was there that i had on the podcast a while ago was uh referee jimmy Corderas, who's with the yes. wwe for 25 years so <clears throat> i had jimmy on the show and i asked him about it so i'm just going to play this clip because it's yeah. very interesting because jimmy was in the ring obviously when when owen fell Yes. Yeah, it's it, it's so, you know, it, it, it's one of those heartbreaking moments that's ingrained in your head that that'll never go away. But the heart, the the, the strange. Oh, let me start at the beginning. Um, I was the uh, referee assigned to that match versus Owen versus the Godfather that night, and Owen was for those who aren't 
totally familiar with the story. He was to descend from the rafters. And I don't know the particulars about the harness and all that, but apparently yeah. it was a quick release system that they had uh, set up for him and something went wrong. And right before that match was to take place, um, they had a hardcore match. I went to the ring early to help them clear some of the stuff out. And I was holding the top rope, kind of kicking stuff out of the ring, working myself towards that corner. Um, or it, when I felt, I heard a scream. I don't know what it was. You know, a lot of people say it was Owen screaming, look out basically i i don't i don't have that i can't definitively say that was what it was but i heard some screaming yeah. and i felt something brush against the side of my head and shoulder but at that same instant the top rope had popped out of my snapped out of my hand and it came back so i didn't know if it was the, the rope had broke or somebody was throwing something so i was kind of did you know like a ducking mode like what's going on here and when i turn around you know i see owen laying there in that corner and I didn't put two and two together. It didn't, you know what I mean? You're, you're just, yeah. you're shocked. And, and I, and I knelt down and I kind of called to him a couple of times and there was no response. And, you know, and I saw King coming over and I just freaked out and started, we need help. We need help because there was no response, nothing. His eyes were like wide open, but there was nothing there. And, uh, yeah, you know, the paramedics came in. They immediately started the uh, the chest compressions and stuff like that, got him on the stretcher and got him to the ambulance. And I followed them back and, and watched them load him in. And, it, you know, uh, again, I, it, I, I, I remember stuff like that distinctly, but then afterwards I don't remember stuff like that was in Kansas City, Missouri, the next night we were in St. Louis, Missouri. I don't remember going from Kansas City to St. Louis. I don't know if we drove. We took a, a, a plane, a bus, whatever. I just don't remember going, how, how we got there. I just remember the next day when I got to the building, I, got, I ran into King, and he was the one who told me that he saw the last, you know, like 20 feet or so of Owen's fall, and it was Owen who brushed up, you know, against my side and... and mm. And that's, that's when it just, it really hit me really hard. And then, you know, he, he, then I ran into JR, who was head of talent relations at the time. And he said, are you okay? I said, I, I he says, we'll send you home. I said, no, I think I need to be here. You know what I mean? I think I need to be, whatever everybody else is doing, I need to be doing, you know what I mean? And he said, okay. He says, but if you need anything, you come to me. And then I ran into Taker and Taker, same thing. He says, if, if you need anything, you come to me. Uh, you know, and stuff like that. And later on that day, of course, uh, running into Vince and Vince came over and gave me a big hug and said, uh, echoed pretty much as he says, are you, are you going to be okay? I said, yeah, I'm here with everybody. I, I guess I'm going to be as okay as I'm going to be. He says, and he said, you need anything, you need time off. You let me know, you know, and under circuit, the, the problem though, afterwards was I started to have this guilty conscience because I was, thinking about how fortunate I was in this circumstance and then mm -hmm. started feeling guilty because there's a family that lost a son, uh, a brother, a husband, a father, you know what I mean? And I'm thinking how lucky I am to not be another part of this situation. And, and again, now I've got those guilt feelings and that was hard to deal with for a long, long time. Yeah. It was that I remember watching that show in, in Ireland live over here and it was surreal like and it, i was still very young at the time so i was trying to grasp like 
is this what it seems like? Because I was only, I would have only been 11 at the time. Wow. And uh, yeah, it was just, it was definitely the saddest night in my memory of watching wrestling for sure. Yeah, you know? it's a, yeah, it was, it was a, a tragic night that unfortunately will forever be etched here, you know. So what do you think of, uh, think of that from Jimmy, like with what he said there? I mean, very sad story. Um, I think it's just another example of a tragic event that would change the face of wrestling going forward after that. Um, left a lot of people in its wake, a lot of very traumatized people, his friends, his fans, his family, everybody. Um, yeah. And Vince McMahon handled it in a certain way that got a lot of, I mean, you want to talk about that? I, I, I feel like, um, Vince, I think he personally did the right thing. He, 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 um, continued with the show. Um, he was in a tough spot. He gave his wrestlers the choice if they wanted to go on or not. Some did, some didn't. Um, but people like the rock, he went on, the undertaker went on. Um, yeah, Stone Cold, he, yeah, he, yeah. So, but Vince McMahon, what what do you do in this position? I mean, you have thousands upon thousands of people who have rented this pay per view, paid a lot of money for it. You're going to have people who are really mad if you just cancel and don't, you know, go on with the show. You're going to have people mad saying you're doing the wrong thing if you do go on with the show. So, I think he handled it okay. I think he did okay. Yeah. So, yeah. At, at yeah. the same time, if he did cancel the show, I don't think a lot of people would have given him shit for it. Yeah, I don't know. You always have those people who are like, I want my money back. I can't believe you did this, blah, blah, blah. And at the time, I don't think we, I don't think people knew absolutely for sure if Owen was it had passed away or if they they could save him i mean i i don't know um, yeah they announced they announced near the end of the show live that he'd passed away but the people okay. in the arena didn't know this was just announced to the tv audience okay okay so you know they didn't know for sure what the situation was going to be whether owen would fight through this and make it or not and i think a lot of people also thought that this owen like owen would have wanted them to go on with the show yeah. so i i think he made a really tough decision but i i think there really was no wrong or right decision in this case but he got a lot of flack for going on with the show especially from the family owen's yeah. wife martha um, very upset with the fact that they continued with the show. They thought that was very disrespectful um, to do that. So, yeah, yeah, Vince already had a fragile relationship with the Hart family. He had a big falling out with Brett Owen's brother in 1997. Yeah. Uh, then yeah. this, this really uh, took it to a head and Martha yeah. spearheaded they, kind of the court situation. Yes, yes. So his brothers had already moved to the WCW I think, right? Is that correct? Yeah, like, was yeah. There, yeah. Yeah. So um whole wrestling family, which is cool, but um yeah, they were already on rocky ground there with, with Vince. So this was like just another horrible thing in that relationship. But um so Martha 
just really thinks this was a stunt gone wrong. She um, thinks that, you know, they changed to that nautical clip and that he um, accidentally hit the quick release at the wrong time when he was moving around and just a very tragic accident. But um, they, she did spearhead a, um, a wrongful death suit against um, the WWF and Vince McMahon um, in the name of her children, Owen's parents, herself, and they would settle out of court later for about $18 million in the year 2000. So um, that would help her, though, um, to set up the the Owen Hart Foundation. So she's been managing that since 1999, and she gave a few million dollars to Owen's parents as compensation. And um, yeah, she's just very outspoken against the WWF and Vince McMahon. There is a bad relationship there. Um, yeah. So uh, when he was inducted, he was recently inducted to the AEW Hall of Fame. Um, yeah. And will never be inducted to the WWE Hall of Fame because the family does not want him to be affiliated with that organization anymore in any way. Yeah, even though years later, Brett did come back, but it's Marta, I think, that holds all the cards here and she yeah. doesn't want association with that company. And that's why she went to AEW because it's an up-and-coming company. It's very popular yeah. at the moment. Chris Jericho, a, fed a fellow Canadian, he wanted to on her own and he knew that he could kind of get this over the line in a different company so he yeah. was a good friend of own and he sorted that out and now he's going to be in video games and stuff like that and there's going to be more royalties from his name coming towards the family which is cool as well that's yeah that's great i mean it sounds like owen hart was an amazing person and his last name was very fitting for him because he had a huge heart. He loved his family. He was just like total family man. Everybody remembered his arms outstretched, um, greeting his kids after a show. Like he seems like he was just an amazing person. Um, so it's really sad thing that happened, obviously. Um, but nobody, nobody truly knows exactly what happened. I mean, we kind of do, but there's a little bit of, and I, I always have to insert the controversy, the conspiracy theories and things like that. Yeah. That's what I do. So some people think that this was actually a murder. I mean, I don't really think that, but some people yeah. think that this was a murder. Um, some people, well, it was pretty clear that Owen wanted to make his money in wrestling and get out. Like he did not want to stay in it forever. He wanted to retire and be with his family. Um, so he was kind of, he talked about that frequently that he was probably going to retire soon, but some other people thought, you know, maybe he would actually go over to the WCW where his brothers were and um, leave Vince McMahon's organization. Some people think that that rubbed Vince McMahon the wrong way and that this was a setup and um, they were basically trying to like teach him a lesson or something by doing this um, and that this was a murder. So I don't know. I don't know how many people really believe that. Yeah, I, I don't think I 
don't think many people, even as as bad as a lot of people say Vince is, like I don't yeah. think, uh, no. I don't think you could accuse him of that. No, no, it's just one of those conspiracy theories that lingers on after a tragic event like this, and the wrestling world is full of conspiracy theories. So I had to mention it, but I definitely don't think that's what happened here. Um, Vince McMahon seems like a pretty okay guy in my book i know that a lot of people hate him but i think he yeah did he's nothing. a business a businessman yeah. it definitely um i and i think and a lot of people still blame vince um or i'm sorry um russo what's he was vince too right a vince yeah vince two vince's yeah vince russo, russo was the writer and vince yes. mcmahon obviously that you know yeah a lot of people blame him for this still vince russo but you know i don't I just think this was something nobody ever expected could possibly happen. It was stupid in hindsight to change out the clips after they had already practiced something that was safe. But yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it, hasn't, it hasn't been attempted since anything like that and probably never will be. Good. I mean, it's at least something good could possibly come out of it, um, you know, ensuring that future um, wrestlers are a little safer i guess so yeah. yeah another story in the mad world of wrestling and you're going to pick the next one and i'm curious I to know am, what it's going to be I have am, you made up your I'm, mind yet no but i will let you know soon i'm not sure yet it's going to be a surprise i'm going to make it a good one yeah, yeah there's there's <laughs> plenty there's plenty of stories out there as you know there is a huge pool of crazy stories to choose from in wrestling so I've got to really think about this. <laughs> <laughs> you will be a wrestling fan in no time. You'll be there I'm in already. Dallas. I'm already. Yeah. I'm going to meet up with you guys at WrestleMania 2022 this spring, I think. so. <laughs> yeah. We'll have a lot of beer together. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. See if you can keep up with us Irish guys. Well, I can't keep up on the beer front, but I can drink Jameson. That will work. That will work. <laughs> right. Yeah. We'll see you in a couple of weeks for another surprise episode. All right. Thank you so much for having me on. No yeah. problem. Thanks again. And best of luck with everything. Thank you so much. Talk to you guys soon. True Crime IRL. I'll put the links in the video. All right. Thank you. Thanks. <laughs>